1: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It's Dallas Cowboys game day. So right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. We bring to you our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good game day to you. Indeed, indeed. I know we have pressing stuff about the game to get into, but I also wanted to get your thoughts or if this interests you at all about Chuck Halley and Demarcus Ware also getting their Hall of Fame rings of excellence, which I don't know if I totally remember that you got that in addition to the jacket and all of the other cool stuff.
2: Oh yeah, because they they allow you to have a a day at your at a game or your stadium to get your ring. Uh, so that's that's one of the traditions that goes along with the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame.
1: Very cool.
3: Mickey, what are your thoughts on the way Bobby Wagner has played? Like, uh, he's how, how old is this guy now? He's he 64. It seems like he's 64 according to Kevin, (laughs) but he's 33. And, and this dude just seems to continue to put up similar numbers every year.
2: Yeah. Uh, awfully talented. Uh, and he's just one of those guys that keeps going and going and going, uh, hard to account for that, how, how it happens, but um, you know, sometimes it's genetics, and sometimes it's the work you put in uh, to keep yourself um, as healthy as he's been uh, and as uh, efficient as he's been playing all these years in the league, especially at a linebacker spot, right? That's wear and tear on a body. Uh, so, yeah, pretty remarkable that he's still going.
3: The, yeah. go, the ahead. go ahead. The other, the other matchup, or not matchup, but how are they going to try and – eliminate cd lamb tonight what would be their best avenue to try and take him away from this game
2: well i i'm not sure how they play it i know previously you know they've they've gone man to man uh with their big cornerbacks and try to you know i think the thing to you know try to contain him is don't let him get off the line of scrimmage uh because once he's uh, off the line of scrimmage, he's certainly hard uh to cover and 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 that includes you know having to double team him with the safety. but if you're in zone uh then there's open spaces that he seems to continue to find uh and and the last thing you want him is in open spaces with the ball in his hands because uh as we've seen, he turns into a running back uh so uh you know talking to. Uh, Everson Walls on our podcast, uh, and, I, and I asked him that same question. He goes, you can't get let him get off the line of scrimmage. Uh, you got to be physical with a guy like that. Uh, because." And he said you know, that's sort of what San Francisco did to him, and he was frustrated after the game because uh, he didn't get many opportunities, but you got to get off the line of scrimmage to get opportunities. So we'll see if they do that. Now, the downside is if you whiff, uh, then you got no cover over the top. Uh, so I would imagine they will try to be physical with him at the line of scrimmage and sort of keep a safety stepping over that way. Uh, but, again, when he goes in the slot, it comes becomes a whole different story uh, because if he's not on the line of scrimmage, you can't get your hands on him. He gets a free release. So uh, I think that's one reason why we've seen the Cowboys have him in motion uh, so many times. Uh, to not only detect what kind of uh, defense they're playing, but to keep people's hands off of him at the line of scrimmage.
1: Now, for the Dallas secondary, only 167 net passing yards per game, second in the league, the best they've been at this point in the season since 2003. Should I assume the thank yous for that are a combination effort across the entire defense since the pressure put on or the sacks that are gotten help out the defensive.
2: Oh, backfield. absolutely. You know, that's always been my answer when someone asks me, well, yeah. how do you slow down this receiver or that receiver? Well you get to the quarterback. You put pressure on the quarterback. Now they all obviously you gotta have different coverages and you know you're not gonna get to the quarterback every time, but you've got to plant that seed and plant it early, right? That uh we're coming and we're coming after you. And sometimes it's not with extra guys. It's got to be your front four, your defensive ends uh, have to win. And, and, and I think that's one of the things the Cowboys have to do uh, with Geno Smith. Other teams have done it. He's been sacked 13 times in the last four games. Uh, And so uh, obviously, uh, you know, teams have, uh, gotten pressure on him, gotten – and I, I don't know if they did it with blitzes, send in extra guys, uh, but, again, uh, without Kenneth Walker and they're going to have to go their rookie, Charbonnet, uh, we'll see what they're able to do with their, their running game. But, if boy, if you can stop that uh, and get pressure on Geno, then you got a chance to make sure you keep DK Metcalf under check.
3: Mickey, do you think that the Seattle Seahawks will be the first team to uh, deploy a safety in their offensive backfield to stop Daron Bland when he intercepts a pass and tries to run it back for a touchdown?
2: <laughs> That's a good one, Corey. I Thank like that. Thank you. Uh, do like do we yes have odds me. on him intercepting one a pick six again oh, is, in this case? What are the Ooh. What are the
3: odds you think, Kevin? I'm, I'm dropping
1: to... it down to three to one, which I know is an insanely low <laughs> betting amount. But when you've seen what DeRon Bland is doing, I feel like those are the fair odds on the table. So three to one that DeRon Bland gets a pick six in this game.
2: You know, and 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 the and the thing right now is, you know, when Diggs got hurt. Uh, then he had to move outside. Well, teams, you know, at that point, it was like, well, who do we pick on? Do we pick on Diggs or do we pick on Gilmore? Uh, And then when Bland goes outside, it was like, well, we might try picking on him. Well, that's not worked out so well. Uh, And they have stayed away with Gilmore for the the foremost. Now, there's been completions on that side, but he's pretty savvy to keep things in front of him. Uh, So what teams have done – uh, or at least Carolina tried, is they went into the slot because uh, Thielen had a pretty good day against the Cowboys, against Jordan Lewis. Uh, and so, you know, we'll see what Seattle, uh, you know, how they try to do, you know, what they try to do. Do you stay away from Bland? Are you careful with Gilmore? Well, the, there's only so many places you can go. Now, one of the things that I think we've seen, and and, and certainly Arizona was pretty successful with it is quick passes, short things, dump offs, uh, screen passes to try to use the Cowboys aggressiveness up front against them. Yes. Uh, and we'll see if they try to if uh, Seattle tries to do that to sort of mask their deficiencies on offense. You know, in three of the last four games, they, they they've only scored a total of 32 points, four touchdowns. And one of those was a defensive return for a touchdown. So they've been struggling offensively of late, one of the reasons why they've lost three of those uh, four games, Uh, and maybe they try to do something like that. Maybe try to just do short things, quick things, and and see how the Cowboys adjust defensively uh, to that uh, attack that was very successful, by the way, for Arizona.
1: And I'm glad you brought a lot of that up because – people have been making a big deal how cowboys haven't been beating a team with a winning record outside of maybe the second game of the season but this is a seattle team that they started 5 and 2 and there's lots of great stats there but when they right. lost 3 of their last 4 like you said they've been giving up sacks they've been turning over the ball and because of that their offense hasn't been good this i i don't know i don't view the seattle team as a really good team as a very good team at all right now no. Uh
2: it still has that winning record and, and so you gotta kinda respect that. And 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 you know, anytime uh you know, I don't wanna do that. well any day somebody can come up and get you. I think so far, uh, they've taken care of their own business. Uh and uh, you know, the 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 bottom line for this team from the coaching staff down, it's this is about us. Uh, how we play, no matter who we're playing, where we're playing, and what type of team we're playing. And I think as long as they follow that philosophy, uh, you know, they should be able at home, you would think, to win that 14th consecutive game.
1: Now, this weekend, supposedly, we're also going to find out about Shaq Leonard. How much on Shaq Leonard watch are you right now?
2: Yeah, and – I didn't realize this. I, don't, I can't remember if I said this yesterday when I talked to you, uh, but I, I discovered reading uh, the Philadelphia paper that Nick Ceriani, uh when he was the offensive coordinator for three years in Indianapolis, it was three years that uh, Shaq Leonard was on the team. Dad, so God. they kind of had a working relationship. Uh, so we'll see where that one goes, especially since the Eagles are down two linebackers uh, now. Uh, and, you know, their need may be more than the Cowboys, but they don't have much salary cap space uh, left for this if that's important to Leonard, right? Uh, so we'll see where this one goes. Um, you know, it would be nice to add some depth, but I don't want to sit there and, and if he signs with the Eagles, I don't think you sit there and just pull your pull your hair out and go, oh no, now oh, what?
1: Is, do you have a prediction for us this evening? I do. Yes. Uh, i got to tip
2: my hand, right, saying that they could win their 14th uh, consecutive home game? Yes. Um, I think uh, 27-13 is what I, I have chosen. What happened uh, to the there,
0: offense, Mick?
2: Uh... <laughs> Three I'm picking, games in twelve days, Mike. Okay, I'm and picking thirty-eight 19, seventeen Dallas. It, well, if they score seventeen, that's going to be a heck of a lot more than they've been scoring. <laughs> I know it'll be.
0: <laughs> I already said, Mick. I said thirty-eight to ten, but they get one of those kind of worthless touchdowns late in the game.
2: Late in the game, yeah. when they when the Cowboys pull it, yeah. they, they would be very fortunate if they can get a lead like that and get some guys off the field. Yeah, three games in twelve days is tough. You know what? And it's not only tough physically, it's tough mentally, too, uh, to be able to get up so many times in such a short period of time to, to, to play a game. So that's why I kind of went conservatively with the 27 points. Not that they're going to struggle, uh, but I just think at, at some point, those 40 burgers are going to run out.
1: Appreciate it. As always, good hope sir. We'll catch up with you. <laughs> Mike is not a fan of that phrase. We will catch Keep up coming. with you tomorrow to do some post game. I'll be there with you. See ya. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. I wanted to give you guys some more updates because obviously people are tuning in, tuning out all the time. We hope you always turn it on, leave it on about Vaughn Miller. So here is the latest from an article from the Dallas Morning News as because this is uh, you know it's happening in Dallas is authorities obtained an arrest warrant against Vaughn Miller who is suspected of domestic violence in Dallas three law enforcement officials told the Dallas Morning News so police responded yesterday and on a major disturbance call but Vaughn Miller left the location before police officers arrived. Now, I'm going to just read you a fun sentence, and you can decide for yourself where the weird word is. Miller, who plays for the Buffalo Bills, is accused of arguing with a pregnant person when he assaulted the victim, the officials say. Let's let you digest that for yourself. As of the start of our show, Miller did not appear in any Dallas County jail records. Gotcha. So and the victim was treated for minor injuries. That is the information we know. The bills, they're aware. They declined comment other than saying that they're aware. So as of the time of the start of our show, and I haven't seen anything since then.
3: Von and you Mill- would because you get court documents before anybody That's else. That's
1: true. Von Miller has not been booked into the Dallas County jail records, but I would imagine that happens at some point today or tomorrow. I I can't envision. I know he left before the cops got there, but... This does not feel like a, I guess I would assume. I don't know that for a fact.
3: Were you saying the word pregnant person, yeah, Kevin? Yeah, I it's, think that's super Okay, rude. I
1: gotcha, gotcha. Is, that's a different discussion for a different day. But yeah, my guess would be he gets booked today now that the arrest warrant is out there, maybe tomorrow. Sometimes in these high-profile situations, it's weird how they do negotiations about when you'll be picked up to get arrested yeah. and where it will take place. And I was like, if that happened to you as a it regular was person in a domestic violence, they'd be like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. You're under arrest.
3: You're going with us right now. And yeah. you know what? We're not waiting.
1: So that is the information that we have as of now. Obviously, that arrest could happen during the show. And then I'm really curious to see what happens next in terms of commissioner's exempt list, in terms of if the bills are going to put out another statement other than like we're aware and investigating and, how the investigation goes from there. Because this is a high profile player. And then and then
3: cooperation from everybody involved, yes, right? As yes. we as we see.
1: Yes, absolutely. And then the thing that's going to get lost in all of this, and I get it, we're a sports show. And like, so we're going to talk about the sports aspect of it is domestic violence is terrible, especially if it involves a pregnant person. I shouldn't say especially. It's just terrible. It's shocking to me that. This would happen if this is the allegations are true with a pregnant woman. Yes. that That's wild to me. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for some collectible corner. It's been a while since we fired this up. The Rangers are still on fire and why this former NBA star was not happy to pull his own rookie card. Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter.
3: Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone.
1: Stream minor league affiliates.
3: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: Pitch to Carter, swung on, and that's lined
3: up the gap in right center field, and that is in there for extra bases. Bounces up against the wall. It stays in play. Heim around 30 is being held up. It's a double for Carter as the throw comes into the plate.
1: Evan Carter will be one of the leads for the return of Collectible Corner. 877-881-1053. We've got lots of fun stuff for you in today's Collectible Corner, but Mike, I thought you would really enjoy this. Tell me about it. There was an article in the Dallas Morning News yesterday said, at least for the moment, the Rangers are the coolest team in town. I think we saw a big reflection of that throughout Peaceathon. And you know how we always talk about the Dallas Card Show? Yes. January 18th through the 21st is the next Dallas Card Show in Allen. They have now officially announced Evan Carter will be signing Uh, at the Dallas Card Show January in uh, Allen. I already got tweet
0: like direct messages mike when you guys are at buffalo wild wings tomorrow in rockwall correct yes. i'm correct we're in rockwall tomorrow at buffalo wild wings following a cowboys win so we'll be talking a lot of cowboys win <laughs> yes
1: i believe i, would, I think I uh right. i think
0: i'm gonna put on jared sandler at some point so we can talk about what's happening sunday because sunday's a big date in yeah. fact i expect in the next 30 seconds to a minute for somebody to call in the bid right now is 1600 correct. for our table at the Jared Sandler event Sunday at Globe Life Field. Um, somebody will bid 1700 here in 30 seconds. World I already series know. Series
1: Trophy will be there. Marcus Simeon, Drew Pearson. Playing catch on mess. the
0: field, getting to meet mess. all those guys. Oh,
1: do I need to bring my glove? Yes, 100%. And maybe some baseballs um, what do you mean? for next year's piece. Wow.
0: But people have already texted me or tweeted me, Mike, is there any way I can get some Evan Carter cards? He's he's going to be signing in in Dallas uh, for the Dallas Card Show, so I know people are wanting to try to get some Evan Carter stuff from me to get him to sign at that uh, event. Because you usually do not get usually you get retired players at sure. that, not current players. So I don't know how they got Evan Carter, but they got Evan Carter. Well, let
1: me tell you, there might be more current Texas Rangers added to that Dallas Card Show in January. I have an inside source on that. The
0: person who runs it?
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) And so I mean it's like Jeff Kunkel? It's a pretty good source. Jeff
0: Kunkel. They need to get Jeff Kunkel out there. Okay. He pitched for a little bit and played shortstop. David Hulse?
1: No, current Texas Rangers that are on the team right now. Austin Hedges. Wyatt Lankford. You have to wait and see. Ho is Thundercats. That's right. I want to play you cut number seven as we go through Collectible Corner. But, Corey, we'll get to that in a second. Corey had a question for you, Mike. Have you ever opened cards and pulled one of your own rookie cards? Or one of your own cards in general?
0: I did that. It's funny you said. I did that uh, at the Dallas Card Show as we opened up a box of 2,000 Bowman. I'm in 2,000. I think it's 2,000. It might be. I think it's 2000. It might be 1999. I'm not sure what year. That's really bad on me to not know what year. But yes, I have done it before. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Okay, I,
3: I wanted that like that that feeling
0: like that. It's a really cool feeling. I'll tell you another really cool feeling. This is a little braggadocious. Sorry, but two days ago in the mail, I got a hey. As being part of USA Baseball alumni, you get a 25 percent discount. What you know, on America? Oh on usa baseball gear oh okay. but it's just really cool sometimes cool. i just think wow i can't believe like Derek holland cool. was part of team usa No, he was part of the world baseball classic i was just part of a minor league all-star team to qualify for the olympics but it's still really cool sometimes you yes. forget like wow i'm part of the usa team baseball team alumni
3: that would be cool, though, if they gave him a 25% discount on America. Like, anything he wanted. He'd have to sell all his cards. 25% just, off. Oh,
1: wow. Like a key to the city, but yeah, for everything America. In
3: America. Everything that's American.
1: All right. So, I'm glad to hear that level of excitement, because I'm going to take you to Dominique Wilkins. He's opening a pack of 1986-87 Fleer basketball. He's going to pull his own rookie card. Here are his thoughts when he does that.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Chad's really, going wild man. on me.
1: And of cool all about these packs—these, these, look, at these things are mint. Like these. Colors. Oh, it was a oh, oh th- yeah! Let's go. Let's go ahead
0: and pack, them.
3: This was sealed. This was not planned. That is insane. We got Dominique pulling at Dominique. What what number is that?
1: He went on to say. He was disappointed he didn't get Jordan. Dominique Wilkins pulled his own rookie card out of the pack, and they were really excited right there. But then he went on to say, "Really wish I'd have got Michael."
0: Jordan. Well, I mean, that's an expensive card. The Michael is Jordan
1: money? is it not? No, it is. Yeah, he would. The gotten if
0: you get that in Jim at ten, it's it's a five-figure card. But I if think you get it
1: Jordan Jim at ten.
0: Well, yeah, maybe. it's about two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand right now. I think that card is if it's so, a ten.
1: I, I get why he wanted the Michael. Yeah, ten thousand
0: to two hundred thousand is a big difference, and yeah. I'm not sure exactly the Dominique card. But is Dominique Wilkins? Uh, this might not be part of the conversation. Is Dominique Wilkins the most forgotten yes. player of the '80s? Unfortunately, who he was second in yeah. scoring to Michael Jordan for like a six-year
3: period. And when we talk about explosive, dynamic. Uh, athletes, like I talk about Westbrook that way. That's what I think of. This is a dude that could, when we say jump out of the gym, that's what defined it.
1: The the only question I have about if that's the case, where do you classify Moses Malone? Do you think of him as a 70s player, an 80s player? Because I think he's pretty high up on that list. I think too.
0: you'd have to think of him as he's in both eras but he makes the NBA finals in 81 with Houston he yep. wins the champ he makes the fi- yeah he makes the finals and wins it in 83 with the Philadelphia 76ers yep. cuz on 8 in 82 when the Lakers beat Philadelphia he wasn't on the team they add Moses Malone then they beat the Lakers yep the next year that team's amazing so i would say yes he's a pretty forgotten player too and maybe he has a better resume than dominique cuz Moses Malone is on most people's top 20 NBA basketball players.
1: And he, he won three MVPs. I just feel like if you go down yeah. that list, Mike, no, you're right. I feel like Moses, right. Malone, Moses Malone is more,
0: more forgotten with a better resume than Dominique. What was the furthest Dominique got two rounds in? He maybe made a conference final once, in the, yeah. but I don't think he did because it was obviously dominated by Boston. Yep. And then you had Philadelphia early on in his career. Then as his career progresses, you have the Detroit Pistons and then the Chicago Bulls. So it was just unfortunate for him. I think the Milwaukee Bucks of that time were a really good team with at times Jack Sigma yeah. and Alvin Robertson. It just unfortunately for them are Paul Pressey and – uh, stuff like that. It just didn't work out for Atlanta and Milwaukee. We were just in a very competitive Eastern Conference. Yeah, it was.
1: And people are sending in other votes. And I, I respect those. Alex English, Bernard King. I just. True. I, I think these two are at a different level. And I respect both of those right. players a lot. But that's. that's I would that's be disappointed
0: too if I was in the same set as, I don't know, Ken Griffey Jr. Right. And I'm like, well, it's cool that you pull, I pulled me, but if I did pay for this, I'm looking for Ken Griffey Jr.'s, not Mike Bassix or not Dominique Wilkins. But Dominique is a good card to get in 86 Flair.
1: Now, my next question is, which one of these items would you rather have? They're both currently up for auction, both in the collectible space. Would you rather have a game-used Sandy Koufax glove Oh my gosh. From his second season. It's amazing. Or, I have a feeling which way Mike's going to go. Or the racket, which Novak Djokovic used to win the French Open. Sandy what Kofax. year? Ooh, 2009? I mean, 2016. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I am going with
0: Sandy Koufax. I'll say this for uh, Djokovic, right? That's who you just said? Yep. Does he have, like, 100 rackets out there that you could possibly get? Not from winning the French Open, but, like, that are game-used, match-used. Like, I'm going to struggle probably to find more than 10 Sandy Koufax gloves that have ever been put on the marketplace. So the Sandy Koufax would be really cool, even though you are talking about one of the greatest tennis players of all time.
1: He, He To celebrate, and I get why this probably doesn't happen a lot, he threw his racket up in the air and it went into the stands. And that was it. And this college student at the time caught it. And with their hands? Yes. And there's pictures of her whoa, with whoa, the whoa. racket and everything. whoa, what
0: time out? What did what would be <laughs> the other answer? Like in between
3: their neck and shoulder, their chin and shoulder, like maybe that? Or maybe they catch it in their between their knees? Maybe their okay. their crotch?
1: All right. You think people are sitting down? I thought it was maybe an interesting Frank question,
0: Wilson? though, when you said, wait, what question. did he catch it with? Yeah. Like his maybe,
3: teeth. maybe he took a glove to the tennis match to catch one of those balls.
0: If we ever go to a tennis match, can we please both bring baseball gloves yes. and see what happens <laughs> as we hold up our gloves, our baseball gloves? As, yeah, like because they may be throwing tennis balls up there and we have baseball mitts. Do you get to keep the tennis balls that go into the stands?
3: Yes. Or do you have to throw them back? No, you get, to, I believe you what get What if you to hate the tennis player that hit it? Do you get sure. to throw it back then? And you, then you
1: go for it.
0: That Sandy Koufax glove, though. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, not that the racket wouldn't be awesome, but to have a glove from the 1950s from one of the best pitchers of all time,
1: that's pretty awesome. Mike, I want you to think about this. I don't want you to get in trouble. Is there's 10 days left on this auction. That glove is currently going for $71,000. So, if you wanted to quickly liquidate a lot of your cards, you could make a run for the Sandy Koufax floor. and
3: then donate it to Peaceathon, oh, and that would help yeah, us get no almost way our entire. He would do
1: That there is no
0: way. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, that would be cool if I had the financial means to do any of that. Yes. <laughs>
1: That'd be wild. God, that would be amazing. When people were clamoring for a, Kevin would for a never raffle. He would never
3: get mad at you again. He would just be like, "You True. know what? I'm. I can you'd never." Like,
1: Here is what I think's about to happen in the world, and i be like, "You know what, Mike? Knock yourself out. You'd Go never. You, you would, you would never to get, to get a post-show
0: <laughs> call from Kevin again
3: if that happened."
1: All right, so you're going. So you're going, Sandy Koufax. Growing. I am.
0: That would be very cool. Even if you're a huge tennis, if you are just a tennis fan and not a baseball fan. Uh, I get that you would go racket, but I think if you're a sports fan, it's tough to pick a 2016 item over a, is it 1956? 1956,
1: and remember, that was the year they won the pennant. Yeah, so, so that's that
0: would be very tough to pick something 2016 over 1956.
1: You go that direction, too, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I, I think I'm going to make it a clean sweep, and I'm going to go that direction as well. But tennis fans out there, by the way, if you're that You're college, a huge tennis fan. I do love tennis, but, I mean, it's Sandy Koufax.
0: And you don't like Djokovic, right?
1: I I don't. You're a Federer person. I'm a Federer guy. I don't dislike him. He's an amazing player and has been amazing for the game. He's just not. It's the same thing with Rafa. He's just not my guy. Is a while back. I was club fat all the way. And so those are his rivals. But he's incredible.
3: Because he hooked up with Britney Spears. Did he? Really? Kevin Federline. Never mind.
1: Oh, I would have gotten
0: that. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't know. Brittany. I was like, yeah. Whoa. I mean, I know Brittany just wrote a book. Is that in the book? She was yeah. she was doing the tennis player. Don't worry, guy.
1: Timberlake, you're off the hook. We're the KNC masterpiece nope. right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's tough for gridiron gravy. The best way to make money is to bet on, or I guess against Josh Allen. We'll do it next right here on the fan.
2: Allen, a quarterback and three wide receivers
3: and spreading people out and letting them rip. Allen, fastball, picked
0: off. Out of the hands of Gabe Davis and into the arms of Justin
1: Simmons. Let's talk about why you should be betting on, or I guess against, Josh Allen as we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip, game day gravy. Ooh, I like that. And we're actually going to start with the Carolina Panthers. And, Corey, I know you're thinking, I don't care about the Carolina Panthers. They stink. Well, guess what? If all of these things happen, you might care about the Carolina Panthers. I want you to ponder this for a minute. Christian ponder. If the Carolina Panthers beat the Bucks,
0: Colleyville Heritage?
1: Saints, Falcons, Packers, Jags, and Bucks again. Well, the Bucks beat the Falcons and Saints and then lose the rest of their games. I've lost. And then the Falcons (laughs) and Saints lose out through week 6-17. The Carolina Panthers would host the Dallas Cowboys most likely in the opening round of the playoffs. So
3: what you're saying is the crappy NFC South is so bad that the Carolina Panthers might still still be able to win that I
0: thought you were going to go somehow in some range of, here's how the Carolina Panthers hold on to the number one pick that they don't have which is the Bears pick because the Bears right yeah. now are picking one and four because the Panthers traded up and decided on Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud and now will regret that decision for the rest
1: of their franchise. Nope, they could still host a playoff game. Thank you very much to our buddy Paul Worth at Worth Collecting and Waxahachie, an excellent helper of peace but also sent me that little nugget. All right, you want to talk Cowboys offense first or defense? Offense, Ooh, you Bobby, said it first. Bobby Belt's going to approve of that. Dak Prescott has been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month.
3: Wow. Thanks tw- to Mike McCarthy, as Mike would say. Mike's currently in the middle of a bite right now. So I said Nuggets. It it's
1: football nugget time. I'm yep. football nugging it. 1,298 yards with 13 touchdowns in... The month of November. It's
3: spectacular, dude. Like, he he has been spectacular. Uh, there have been nights where people were like, oh, he was so amazing. And I was like, was he really? Like, the number? Okay, all right. But the, he he has made throws. I've watched things that have been like, this is it, dude. But
0: know? I still need to see it against the best.
1: This is his first player of the month award ever.
0: I didn't know that. I thought he might have won one. In the history of months. Like in 2019 or yeah, 2019, right? They 18, 18, they made the playoffs. I yeah. thought 18, I thought he might have won one in one of those weeks. But.
1: Nope, and he's only the third Cowboys quarterback to win it, along with Romo and Troy Aikman. But wait. He
0: deserves it. He does deserve it. Like, I'm not taking any shot. He is playing great football right now, and hopefully it continues for two more months. But wait, there's more.
1: But wait. The
0: NFC Defensive Player of the Month, Deron Bland. Deron Bland. In your face, Corey. You you didn't say that this year. You never said Deron Bland would win NFL, NFC Player of the Month. That
3: is true. That you is- know, I was
0: watching a, I know we were just talking collectibles. Deron Bland is one of the five hottest cards in all of card collecting right now. there's probably not a lot of, not them of them. There's not many of them because they didn't make a lot of Deron Bland rookie cards.
1: Are you
3: in on my bit? Are you guys in on the bit that soon teams will start carrying a safety in their backfield to stop him from getting in the end zone? It
1: only makes sense.
3: It, it's The only way that it can be done is to, to keep him out of the end zone is to do that. Or not throw his way. So, and eventually you're going to have to throw his way.
0: What's the odds that he gets one tonight? Three to one. So you're saying if I bet $300 that he doesn't get one, I win $100?
1: It's usually a little bit more stilted than that on the opposite side. How do I, I find a bet like that? Where would I go, Kevin?
0: Yeah, we can't do that here. That's what Mark Cuban is working on, I guess.
1: Yes, that, that is what we're working on. In Mustang, Texas. Is Bland has 20 tackles this month, and that's neat. But what everybody cares about is the interceptions and the pick sixes. He's already set the all-time season, or excuse me, the season season, NFL record for most pick sixes in a season, and he still has six games left. He's a scoring threat. I love it. (laughs) He is. a scoring threat. But
0: I'll go out on a limb, and I will say he doesn't get a pick six tonight.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That I won't say pick off. I won't say he he might get an interception, but I just can't imagine he does it. If he does it again, it'll be... I'll jump out of my chair again. Every Cowboys fan will jump out of their chair again. The Cowboys players will jump out of their chairs on the sideline and be screaming and yelling because this is amazing. He's able to keep doing this. Very,
3: very valid text. If he's going to get his pick six, he has to outrun DK Metcalf. Because oh, that, remember that one yeah. time it was like a 94-yard to return and, the, and Metcalf caught him. I think he can though. I think he'll, and I think...
0: Kenneth Skywalker, if he plays, yeah,
1: he's not going to play.
0: Well, you don't even have to outrun Skywalker. Yeah,
1: he can walk in the sky. Well, he's he's doubtful that it means he can, can run or Geno's Pizza Smith over under rest of the year. Ron Bland pick six is one and a half. I'll
3: take the over.
0: I'll take the under. I hate saying that. If I said it at
1: half. Would you still take the under?
3: It's listen. It's a tough thing to, to to bet the over. No, you
0: know what? I would take over on that. Okay. I would say he, he for some reason they gets to play Sam Hal again. So um, that's true. Even though they did pick on him a little bit, they were pretty successful throwing on him Maybe throughout it. that game. But that is fair. I for, I'll I'll say he has one more. But the thing is, if you said, "Will he have three more the rest of his career?" I don't know. Like it is so tough to do. This is You're right. This might just be one of those years where Deron Bland. I do think you'll have more in his career, but you could. I could see where he doesn't have another one the rest of his career.
1: Now, unfortunately, we have to go back to Von Miller real quick. As predicted, the Bills put out the following statement this morning: We were made aware of an incident involving Von Miller. We we're in the process of gathering more information. And we'll have no further comment at this point. That's probably the only logical thing they can say. What? This is tough because accusations don't mean guilt, but obviously people are going to point out that the league previously investigated him for domestic violence in 2021. So, I don't know.
3: You said a warrant has been issued? Okay, gotcha.
1: Yes, and they still have not picked him up. We'll let you know if that happens, but obviously a really, really nasty scene involving Von Miller right now. We will see what the next course of action is. All right, let's go from that to, do you know who Malcolm Rodriguez is? (sighs) Should I? Eh. no clue. He plays for the Detroit Lions. That's why I thought there was a shot, because those are your guys. Is Dan Campbell- Oh, the linebacker, yeah. Oh, interesting that you would say that. Is he the linebacker, or is he the fullback? As Dan Campbell said yesterday, he will get Rodriguez more reps- at both positions going forward it is the return of in your face iron man football your guys are doing it
3: well i think the reason they're doing it is because iron man haywood uh they Craig. <laughs> iron yeah iron head i think it was iron head haywood uh Dang it. but but now you can't lower your helmet the the crowning your helmet but I think one of the reasons they're doing this, Kevin, is because they've been so terrible at the blocking for Jared Goff of late. And they have to get somebody that can get in there and block in the backfield and chip in just a little bit, especially the way they use their running back. So, yeah, that's a, that's a factor that they need that person there.
1: I just thought that was really neat that they're like, yeah, let's keep going. Two-way player. Let's talk about something that's not really neat.
0: I still think we should use Micah Parsons. As and the running back, yeah, re, Yep, red zone running back,
3: Mike. But can you see something happening to him running the football on play one? Sure. And us being like, why do we ever do that?
0: We're saving it for the playoff.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm. I'll take that. I'll take that. Do it when it matters the most. He's our
0: refrigerator Perry of the playoffs. Yes,
3: do it when it matters the most. Yeah,
1: and how did that turn out for them? They won
0: like 44 to nothing okay, in the Super but Bowl. but it was
1: 45 he to won 10. Did you want a Super Bowl or not, Kevin? But also, wasn't Walter Payton like really upset about
0: that? We don't have Walter Payton on our team. We, we're we're going to upset probably, Tony probably, Pollard. I mean, He's going to be on another team Payton next
1: Payton have, year.
3: though? That was it. Exactly. He would have gotten that Super Bowl if that hadn't yes, happened. Yes, he
1: would have. They were going to win that game either way. You we didn't trust that. Walter.
0: Obviously, Mike Ditka didn't trust Walter Payton. <sighs> you can't Is predict
1: that the future. What we want to say. All right. In case you're interested, Zach Ertz has been released because Cardinals are like, I don't care.
0: Let me ask you this: Not knowing Philadelphia's depth chart at tight end, I mean, wouldn't he want to go back to Philadelphia for a league minimum? And Dallas Goddard seems to be a guy that has trouble
1: with health. Correct? He said. Supposedly, he's plans to sign with a Super Bowl contender. So
0: didn't he? he and he, he bawled his eyes out when he left Philly too. Like it was, I just think uh, he's gonna go back to Philadelphia. I'm not saying it matters. Like the Cowboys should not be like, oh no, they got Zach Ertz. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Like he's, I don't know if he's where where he's at, but he, Jason Witten's kind of last year with the Dallas Cowboys. That's probably see, about yeah. where Zach Ertz is. Like, I could see that
3: in the last two games, three games two receptions for 10 yards, two receptions for 22 yards, and three receptions for 19 yards.
0: Mm. But as a third tight end, that's not
1: bad. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Now, the Cleveland Browns have put Joe Flacco as their QB number two. Here's why that matters. Is Dorian Thompson Robinson still has not cleared concussion protocol? And if he does not, that means the Cleveland Browns who might be a playoff team, would start Joe Flacco in the year 2023 in their quest to make the playoffs. What are y'all's thoughts about that?
0: Can't be worse than some of the stuff they put out there for Cleveland.
3: The Cleveland Browns have had 63 quarterbacks in their history, Kevin, in their history. And I feel like in the last 20 years, Bernie Kosar, it's been 103. Like it oh, just seems like
0: they're years. always starting a new quarterback all the time. In my lifetime, Bernie Kosar is their best quarterback ever.
1: Okay. I just was saying, I don't yeah. think that was the last 20 years.
0: No, man. that was in the late eighties, mid to late eighties. Helped win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys when he threw a horrible pass to Alvin Harper. Cause if he would have thrown it online, it would have been a pick six, but he threw it super high <laughs> and it worked out. <laughs>
1: Now let's talk about Josh <laughs> Allen. Josh Allen. Tim Couch? No, I, go ahead. Josh I think Allen. he's better than Tim Couch. Josh Allen is on an eight-game interception streak, which means. Oh, yeah. Had you gone back Good for him. eight yeah. games ago and bet $100 on Josh Allen to throw an interception. The quarterback. Josh Allen, the quarterback, yes. And continued to double down on those bets every single time. You would currently have $12,000.
3: Wow. And I could buy part of the Mavs.
0: <laughs> Maybe you could. Yeah, if you don't know what I what's up know. for sale. Like it's, it's kind of like sale. crypto. We you can buy point zero 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 one of crypto or whatever. <laughs> uh, that
1: is true. So will Josh Allen throw another interception? You don't double your money anymore though. Now not because, this week because it's a favorite. Yeah. So no. you'd only go up to about nineteen thousand from twelve thousand.
3: Not this week, Kevin.
0: Really playing? Well, because they're oh, on they're bye. On bye
3: well, so in next
1: game. Oh, next Do you
0: think he could throw an interception on his bye week?
1: Yes. Von Miller's trying to. Well, easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. you said no joke zone. You're about that's to joke right.
3: it. I don't joke it, Joker.
1: Right, never mind. So yeah, Josh Allen. Bet on him to throw an interception it's been, in his next game. He throws the ball a lot. Hmm. Hold on. Is that that's the end of your statement?
3: He yeah, he scores a lot too.
1: Okay, that's fair. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's Cowboys game day, so you know what we're going to do. Cowboys win because Cowboys lose because 877-881-1053. You want to hit us up at the truckwreck.com text line. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.
0: All right, guys and girls, let's talk about the Diamond Factory. It's the holiday season, and what a great time to buy a diamond for your loved one during... The holiday season. For me, I've talked about this. We have obviously Christmas, my wife's birthday, and anniversary all around the same time. And the Diamond Factory has come through for me, and they can help you out too. I've been there myself, so I can tell you firsthand how awesome their jewelry showroom is. It's the only one in the entire United States with an on-site diamond cutting factory. That means... They control every step of the process from rough stone to sparkling gem. The Diamond Factory is going to blow you away with their selection of exquisite diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. And the best part is there's no pressure. Their true gemologists and experts are there to guide you and help you choose the perfect piece for your budget. You eliminate the middleman, saving your hard-earned money. Who doesn't love that? Head over to the Diamond Factory right now. They're near the Galleria, or if you prefer to shop online, you can visit thediamondfactory.com. Trust me, your dream diamond is just a visit or click away. The Diamond Factory, where quality meets affordability. Don't wait. Go shine brighter with the Diamond Factory today.